This is the Elias Moreira podcast. Here we discuss classical musicianship, what it means to be a musician, the lifestyle, and how to overcome the daily challenges that every young musician has to face within this highly competitive industry. Enjoy. All right, so today's episode is all about how to not be a shitty section leader slash conductor. And the reason I want to talk about this topic specifically is because I recently have been working with people uh, in a project and these people were quite annoying to towards me. And obviously I won't mention any names, this will be completely anonymous. But um, yeah, I think it's an interesting topic because I think a lot of people can relate to this. Because shitty musicians will be always there. They will be always in any project that you will be playing in an orchestra or if you're teaching in a school or whatever it is, chamber music, there will be shitty musicians. Yeah, people that you just can't connect with, that are annoying, provocative, and that you just want to punch in the face. So this episode is all about understanding these people, how to deal with them, and also how you can avoid to become one of those assholes yourself because oftentimes you're not even aware the way you are behaving and you might be an asshole yourself so i hope you enjoy this episode and uh, let's get into it we have to understand why people act like this and it has a lot to do with positions of power so when you are a section leader if you're a conductor you are oftentimes in a position where you have the responsibility you you can decide things and Power really messes up the mind of people. Yeah, Their ego gets involved. They start to behave in a different way than they actually would. I mean, you certainly probably see that in orchestra. If you have a friend and he all of a sudden or she is section leader, they change personality sometimes. You really see them becoming different. They take it very serious. And I understand why they take it serious because it's in their responsibility. Yeah, while if you are a tutti musician in the back, you don't really give a shit what's happening. You're just having fun, laughing with your colleagues, blah, 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 right? But uh, people in leading positions, they change. And it's not just in music. It's also in any other job. For example, a bus driver, right? A bus driver doesn't normally have a lot of power during his day. But if he drives the bus when he's sitting in the driver's seat holding the wheel, he has the power over 100 people that are in the back sitting there. If he wants to crash the bus, <laughs> he can do it. Obviously, he shouldn't, but theoretically, he could. So once the bus driver has the power, he's going to use it. And the best way to describe the way he uses his power is, for example, when someone is running towards the bus and he just closes the door in front of his eyes and just drives away. And I can see how sometimes it could be pleasurable to see someone <laughs> in his back mirrors like screaming and being frustrated while you just do your job and drive. I understand. I sometimes maybe I would do the same if I would be a bus driver. I don't know. We always want to believe that, no, I would never do this. I'm a nice person. I would never treat someone like this. But, you know, we humans are actually quite similar. So if you are in a position of power, you don't really know what you're going to do. And that's why this episode is, I think, so interesting is because oftentimes we are not aware of what we are doing. But anyways, I digress. Let's go back to the music world. Yeah, Section leaders or conductors, they are in positions of power. And they are going to use it. They're going to use it 
And if they are not aware of their inner monologue, they are going to become assholes because that's what the ego does. Our ego gets very, very spiked once we are assigned positions of power. We start thinking more of ourselves. The ego is basically telling you, hmm, you're better than the others. You're a you're section leader. That means you, you probably play better. You're more intelligent. You are more talented. All these things. Your ego can tell you whatever. The ego oftentimes also discourages you. It tells you, oh shit, you're section leader. You're not even worth it to do that. Why are you doing this? You're just an imposter here. You're sitting here thinking you can play better than others. So it can go into both directions. And normally the people that are insecure are more nice, actually. They're, they're, you know, they're not cocky. They are not assholes. They are quite shy, actually. That can be counterproductive for the orchestra because if you're shy and you're section leader, then normally the section won't play as good. You need to be confident. But it can also go into the completely opposite direction. Instead of being shy and introverted or with lack of confidence, you can go into the complete opposite and become overly cocky, overly confident, just to compensate your inner um, inferiority complex. And I've seen that multiple times with position of people that are in positions of power, conductors that tell stories about themselves, you know, to the orchestra that no one really asked for, no one really asked about his life and he starts telling you know once i conducted this orchestra the berlin philharmonics sometimes it's even a lie <laughs> you know or whatever they just start telling a story of their life i, I can tell you a funny story that happened to me when i was still in, in high school actually and i played in a project orchestra back in portugal and uh, there was this conductor and he was saying so my name is it was like a presenting round right everyone was saying their names their instruments and then like in the end the conductor said something and the conductor said okay so uh hello everyone uh, my name is whatever i'm not gonna say the name and uh, he said i speak a lot of languages uh, i speak german i speak french italian portuguese a bit of russian actually but the language i speak the best is music And everyone in the room was cringing. Everyone was like, oh, shit, god damn it. And I remember that moment until today, and it has been almost 10 years since that happened. <laughs> But you can see how self-absorbed some people are once they are in a position of power and think they are amazing. And then they usually also behave in a very asshole way towards others. And that was the case of this conductor, screaming all the time, uh, discouraging musicians, and just being a douchebag. Now, the same thing can also happen with section leaders. They oftentimes, you know, they play in the front and then they turn around and they say, please, guys, play in tune, come on. <laughs> Or they say, guys, we are rushing. I mean, seriously, did you really study music to rush all the time? That can happen. I mean, not all the time, but that can happen. It's, it's very annoying. And if you're sitting in the back and you see that section leader being like this, you just want to, you know, you start becoming angry. And um, it's, it's, it's reasonable, it's understandable, but you just have to stay calm, breathe, and become stoic about it. That's, that's really important. But if you are a section leader yourself, it can be also very annoying with the other section leaders from the other instruments and that's something that happened to me recently 
Again, I won't mention any names or a project that I played in. Anyways, I was section leader and uh, there was a guy in another instrument. He was very provocative. He was always, you know, nodding his head, looking at us, like basically being the section leader for us as well. He was playing another instrument and being a section leader for the cellos, which was, was my job. I had to do that, but he was looking at us all the time giving us entries with his head all the time. You don't understand how much I just wanted to get up and just tell this guy, like... (laughs) And uh, the worst part was I had a small solo. Yeah, just a small, like, a few bars where I had to play myself. And even there, he gave me entrance. Like, here you have to enter. Look, uh, basically what he was trying to do is to tell me, look, this is how uh, I know the music, I know every entrance, so here you have to enter. Here. Alright? And I stayed calm because over a lot of years I have uh, learned to control my emotions over time, and I was quite calm, I was not rude or anything. But it just creates such a shitty environment in the orchestra, and in the end we're gonna play worse. If you are a section leader and you're provoking other people you're just gonna make the whole orchestra sound worse you just don't want to become one of those person so how to not be like that how can you actually make sure that you are a section leader that has responsibility and that is respected but at the same time he's not a douchebag someone that really you know is enjoyable to work with who is secure who has who, who plays well but at the same time on a personal level on a human level is also cool and fun to hang out with. And the main factor that plays a role here are social dynamics. This is something you can improve in your in your day-to-day life, not just while you're rehearsing, while you're in an orchestra rehearsal, but anywhere you go, if you go to the grocery store, if you meet friends, if you hang out with your family, you can improve your social skills so, so well. And this is something that helped me over the years because I was quite a shy person, I really, Uh, couldn't look people into the eyes I was always a bit um, socially awkward but I worked on my on my social skills I worked on that and that helped me a lot towards my uh, career and also my my personal life and I think this is one of the big big important factors that make people more likable than others so what does it take to become good with people You have to, first of all, be very well calibrated. Social calibration is, I think, one of the main keys here. So what is social calibration? Social calibration is nothing else than just understanding the situation you're in. Analyzing where you are with who you're dealing with and how to adapt. You need to be somehow a social chameleon. So what is a social chameleon? For example, if you are in a nightclub, if you are in a bar... This situation is different than when you are in university. If you speak to a person that you are attracted to and you see that person in your university, in your working environment, you have to treat these people differently than if you would meet them in the nightclub, in the bar. In the bar, you can be way more cocky, you can be way more you know, free, you can scream around, make jokes, all this kind of stuff. But in the professional environment, you really can't. You, know, you need to understand the environment you are in. Then the other thing is you need to understand if the person is willing to listen to you or not. Yeah, Are they with their feet crossed? Are they in a comfortable position? Do they look 
into your eyes? Do they really want to listen to you? Or are they always constantly looking away, uh, making, you know, movements that are seeming that they want to walk away or something? You need to really become aware of these little social cues. And that will help you also to understand how the musicians are feeling when you're playing in the section leader. If you look back and everyone is kind of like, you just look into to their faces and you can basically see, okay, they are enjoying this rehearsal with you or they're not. And if they're not, then you need to adapt. You need to ask yourself, okay, what am I doing wrong here? Am I being too demanding? Am I being not funny enough? What am I doing wrong here? And I think what you really need to do is to see your other musicians on the same level. You need to treat them as if they're equal as you. Don't see yourself as I'm the section leader and you are the people who follow me. No, you need to become one of them. And that paradoxically will put you ahead of everybody else because you're still in the power position. But if they don't feel like you think of yourself more than you think of them, then they're going to respect you and they're going to like you and the whole process of playing together will be better because they will feel comfortable around you. They will just, you know, not feel the, the pressure that you could theoretically put on them. So that's really important. And the same goes for conductors. The conductor should never see himself as, I'm the conductor, you're the musicians, you shut the fuck up and do what I say. No, that's not how you should do it. As a conductor, you should always be on the same eye level with the musicians. And... Of course, you need to demand some kind of respect, but the key here is really balancing, is social calibration, like I said before. Okay, so that's really, really important. This is a process. This is something that you can't just learn in one day just by listening to this, because the ego is very intelligent. It's very clever. It always finds a way back into your mind. It always will find a way. The moment you figure out, ah, this was the ego talking... Yeah, and you think, okay, the ego is gone, the ego will find a way back in. Even by me doing this podcast, I feel like oftentimes my ego is involved. Because I who gives me the, the authority to tell you what you have to do, right? I'm doing this this podcast here teaching you something. It's just my ego telling me I know it and the other people don't know it. So I will teach them by doing this podcast and they will listen to this. And then I fantasize that you're at home listening to this going like, oh my God, I never thought about it this way. <gasps> He's so intelligent. This is all my ego in my head telling me all these kind of things. You know? and, but I'm aware of that's the difference. I'm aware of it that this is just my ego telling me how great I am and this reminds me of staying humble. I think this is the main key as a musician. You have to stay humble. No matter how good of a musician you are. If you're an amazing pianist, but you are humble, then everybody's going to enjoy working with you. Everybody is going to uh, think more of you. And you're just going to be a better musician as well. Because you are self-centered. Your understanding of your ego. You know when you're doing mistakes and you're... And you're ready to improve. So this is what I wanted to talk about today. So to summarize everything, become aware of your ego. Understand when you're operating on a higher level and when you're operating on the ego's level. Then you won't be a shitty musician. Stay humble. Don't overuse your power when you are in a power position. Treat people on the same level. 
and improve your social skills. These are very important things that you can take away from this episode. And uh, I hope you enjoyed. And I'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.